January the 19th, 2023, Genesis chapter 19. Do not hold on. Glory, hallelujah. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. It's a fantabulous Thursday morning, family. It's a great opportunity to be here with you, sharing God's word, hearing the Lord speak to us, knowing, family, that when we hear God's word, it is truly the Lord speaking to us. And family do know, and first of all, let me thank you guys who continue to be consistent day and night, day and night, day after day, waking up with us in the morning or in the afternoon, whenever you find that quiet time to read God's word, to be continue on the platform, to continue to share in the, on the, um, the uh, WhatsApp platform. Thank you guys for your consistency, knowing that you're not doing it for me, you're doing it for God, for God's children, for each other, so that we could grow to be the individual, the man or the woman, the son or the daughter that God has purpose for us to be. Thank you for your consistency, knowing that it will pay off, because what we do when we read God's word, it's, it's to change our lives, it's to help us to grow to who he has called us to be. So thank you guys for your continued consistency. I know there are some who every other day who tune in. Thank you. Thank you for whatever part that you play. It's not that we, we don't want you to feel guilty in any way and, and feel that you have to do it because of this or that. Do it because the Lord is leading and guiding you, directing you and showing you that where you're at and what you're doing is where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. God is truly good. It's a new year. It's 2023. And I hope and pray that you guys are continuing the, the covenants that you've made, the resolutions that you made, and continuing to grow. In fact, this particular episode, the Lord has allowed us to entitle, Do Not Hold On. We know that way, the way you enter into a new year is contingent upon how you left the old. And that's based on anything that you do. How you enter the new is contingent and based upon how you left the old. So this particular word, do not hold on. It covers a lot. Genesis, this book, as this, this, this book of Genesis, it covers a lot. The whole Bible covers a lot. So there's a lot of ups and downs. There's a lot of pawns that'll be moving around. And it's our prayer that you digest what the Lord has for you and allow it to take you through your day. We may not be able to get through everything every day, but the Lord will give you that which is for you. So be blessed on today, family. Let us go into his word. Genesis chapter 19. Do not hold on. The two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose to meet them and bowed himself with his face to the earth and said, My lords, please turn aside to your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise up early and go on your way. They said, No, we will spend the night in the town square. 
But he pressed them strongly, so they turned aside to him and entered his house. And he made them a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and old, all the people to the last man, surrounded the house. And they called to Lot, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us, that we may know them. Lot went out to the men at the entrance, shut the door after him, and said, I beg you, my brothers, do not act so wickedly. Behold, I have two daughters who have not known any man. Let me bring them out to you, and do to them as you please. Only do nothing to these men, for they have come under the shelter of my roof. But they said, Stand back. And they said, This fellow came to sojourn, and he has become the judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. Then they pressed hard against the man Lot, and drew near to break the door down. But the men reached out to their hands and brought Lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck with blindness the men who were at the entrance of the house, both small and great, so that they wore themselves out, groping for the door. Then the men said to Lot, Have you anyone else here, sons-in-law, sons, daughters, or anyone you have in the city? Bring them out of the place for we are about to destroy this place, because the outcry against its people have become great before the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and said to his sons-in-law, who were to marry his daughters, Up, get out of this place, for the Lord is about to destroy the city. But it seemed to his sons-in-laws to be joking. As morning dawned, the angels urged Lot, saying, Up, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be swept away in the punishment of the city. But he lingered. So the men seized him and his wife and his two daughters by the hand, the Lord being merciful to him, and they brought him out and set him outside the city. And as they brought them out, one said, Escape for your life. Do not look back or stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the hills, lest you be swept away. And Lot said to them, O oh no, my lords, behold, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have shown me great kindness in saving my life. But I cannot escape to the hills, lest the disaster overtake me and I die. Behold, this city is near enough to flee to, and it's a little one. Let me escape there. Is it not a little one, and my life will be saved? He said to him, Behold, I grant you this favor also, that I will not overthrow the city of which you have spoken. Escape there quickly, for I can do nothing till you arrive there. Therefore the name of the city was called Zoar. The sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zoar. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities, and all the valley, and all the inhabitants of the cities, and what grew on the ground. But Lot's wife, behind him, looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. And Ibrahim went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. And he looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah, and toward all the land of the valley, 
And he looked, and behold, the smoke of the land went up like the smoke of a furnace. So it was that, when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the over of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. Now Lot went up out of Zoar and lived in the hills with his two daughters, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. So he lived in a cave with his two daughters. And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man on earth to come in to us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine and we will lie with him, that we may preserve our offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He did not know when she lay down or when she arose. The next day, the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay last night with my father. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. Then you go in and lie with him, that he may preserve offspring from our father. So they made their father drink wine that night also, and the younger arose and lay with him, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. Thus both the daughters of Lot became pregnant by their father. The firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. The younger also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites to this day. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word. Glory. There is quite a bit going on here today, family. Do not hold on. Wow, what a, what a lesson to be learned here. First, let me say this. When, when you are reading the word of God, you, you should pray first and ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate his word for you. Then, after reading a portion of the scripture, pray again for interpretation. Read it again, and then pray again for how God wants you to apply the scripture. We do this because ultimately, the word of God is a schoolmaster to change our lives, as we said in the beginning of this episode. And if you were with me last year, we spoke briefly about steps to take concerning uncovering the gems beneath the surface of God's word. One of those steps is knowing the genre of the text you are reading. The genre could be history or law, prophecy, psalm or song. The genre could be a proverb or a parable. It could also be gospel, epistle or a letter. And finally, the genre could be apocalyptic. It is important, family, for me to make you aware of this so going forward you will understand the foundation of my commentary. You have to understand that I'm held responsible for what I say to you. Therefore, I must do my due diligence to convey the truth and that, of course, may sometimes go against what you were taught in the past. You know, our culture and our traditions have us to believe certain things and if you ever disagree with me, don't leave and not listen again. Instead, connect with me and let us reason together. Remember, iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Now, okay, with that being said, this portion of the book of Genesis has been accepted 
as historical fact. In other words, it did take place. Therefore, it is not considered allegoric or symbolic. This means that we must accept the text of this passage as literal, which makes it self-explanatory. What is not literally explained, however, is why Lot, his wife, the sons-in-law, and the daughters were so reluctant to leave Sodom. What were they holding on to, family? It was obvious that the town of Sodom was wicked and rebellious against the ways of God, yet the angels had to drag Lot, his wife, and his daughters out of the city by hand because they were so attached to it. Lot's wife showed the most hesitance by disobeying the direct command not to look back and receive the due punishment for it. Glory, hallelujah. Let us translate this concept to our current day. Has there been a time in your life or currently in your life or, or someone around you where, where God is looking to move you out of that toxic situation and yet he is constantly met with hesitation? The hesitation is because we often become so attached to that toxic situation to where we become comfortable, complacent, or fearful to move up and out of it. Don't hold on, family. Don't hold on to tradition, culture, peer pressure, or complacency when God is calling you to a higher standard. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Where God is taking you requires for you to change some of the old and embrace the new. Let go of looking back like Lot's wife did and, and look ahead. Glory, hallelujah. Even as, the, as I recall, as the scripture says, Brothers and sisters, I count not myself to have apprehended, but the thing that I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Knowing God that you are calling us to a higher standard to a deeper level, to a deeper intimacy in you. Oh, hallelujah. Help us, Holy Spirit. We yield to you right now in the name of Jesus, that you would have your way in us, that would be not like Lot and his wife and the daughters who even drunk, got their father drunk to intoxicate him and, and to sleep with him, to have children, that we hold not on to those ways of old, to those traditions, that culture, that peer pressure, or complacency but we grab and hold fast to the things of you the new that you are doing because we are created in you Christ Jesus thank you Lord our God thank you Lord our Father thank you Holy Spirit we know that as we yield to you your will done your way will not lack your supply we pray and we thank you for these things in the precious name of your son Jesus glory hallelujah be encouraged on today, family. Be an encouragement to those around you. Let this word, let it marinate in your mind, in your heart. Let it take you throughout your day. Meditate on it. Let the word of God move you from this step to the next step forward. Glory, hallelujah. And those of you, my friends, if you do not know this God that we're talking about, this Savior, this Lord, this Jesus, the one whom we are telling you to cling to, 
and not hold on to the things of the past, but hold on to the things that God has for you and your next step and your next step forward. We want you to know that this moment is for you. It is not by coincidence, it's by divine appointment that you are hearing these words on today. Do not hold on to your past. The Lord has told us that we all are in need of a savior and we all have sinned and come short of his glory. But if you confess to God your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. You shall walk with the family of believers. We wanna walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. We love you, indeed we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, love one another.